0: Straight to the core.
1: really need to get one of my best friends, Hodge, on this podcast. He's the one that wrote that intro, and I'm completely in love with that thing. Um, he, he wrote that whole thing by himself, recorded, wrote drums, guitars, everything, tracked everything, all DIY. He's, he's been that kind of guy as long as I've known him, because he's successfully written three albums and a cover album, uh, all DIY. He recorded everything for those three or four, technically, as well. And uh, I really need to get him on because me and him could talk about music for hours. But uh, what's going on, everybody? My name is Matt Massacre. You are listening to Straight to the Core. And this episode, this episode right here, this episode is going to be huge. This is episode five. And we have four bands on this week to play some tunes. And uh, it's not going to be an interview. I'm not sure when I'm going to have my next on-air interview yet. Um, But for this week, we got four bands from around the world. we got Aurora Borealis from Maryland. We got uh, Structure Violence from Brazil, we got Cabo Dano from Spain, and then we got another band from Brazil called Chaos Synopsis, and I'm really excited to show you guys these tracks later on in the episode, I've listened to all eight of them, and it's, it's, you're in for a treat, so get ready to have your fucking eardrums massaged by the sweet, sweet sounds of glorious metal later on in this episode. Uh, but one thing I wanted to talk about that I didn't get a chance to talk about last week because I totally spaced it. I feel like a piece of shit for it because he's one of the one of my favorite human beings ever. Uh, the, the tragic passing of Mr. Sid Heng. Uh, for those of you that don't know who he is by name, you probably know him by face. and He, uh, he played Captain Spaulding in the Rob Zombie films, uh, uh, The House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, and uh, the new movie coming out called Three from Hell. And I guess there's really no right way to say it without sounding like an asshole, but luckily, not so much luckily, but thankfully, I'm sure more on his part than anybody else's, he was able to finish Three from Hell before he tragically passed away, and uh, which I'm really excited to see because The Devil's Rejects is one of my favorite movies of all time. Same thing with The House of a Thousand Corpses, um, but for me, I, I kind of hold Rob Zombie a bit closer to my heart than uh, other people because he's the one that kind of well Hellbilly Deluxe I should say his first solo record that album kind of opened my eyes to the world of metal and I've always been I've always been uh, a fan of music now growing up I grew up on like Ozzy and Motley Crue and Aerosmith and ACDC and a little bit of Kiss and a few hair metal bands like Poison and that's all stuff my mom listened to but When I was younger, I could never put a name to the music. I just knew I liked music. And uh, Hellbilly Deluxe was the first album I could actually put a name to the music. So, like, you know, like, try to imagine, like, you know when you try to imagine a time when you didn't know how to read and uh, everything, like, all letters and numbers just look like nonsense to you? Well, that's kind of the way it was for me with music. It's just, like, I knew I liked music. I was always a fond... Now, I did listen to a lot of 90s pop because it was, you know, my mom's influence, of course, but... When all the rock songs came on, all the metal songs came on, I, I was kind of gravitated to those more. And I knew I liked the dr- genre, but I never I never knew what the bands were. It just the song came on that I liked, I'd be all about it, but I couldn't tell you who the fuck it was. You know, like, especially Ozzy. I grew up listening to Ozzy and I didn't really realize the songs that I loved that I didn't know that they were Ozzy until later in life so I could put a name to the music. Same thing with bands like Pantera and uh, some Metallica songs. When I was a kid, I never knew, because the only time I ever listened to it was on the radio or somewhere else, music was played, because I couldn't just, you know, open up my phone in fucking 1996 and just Google something. Google, I don't think Google existed yet. But that album, uh, Hellbilly Deluxe from Rob Zombie, kind of opened my eyes into the world of metal. I mean, it's not really, a, I mean, it's a metal album. let not get it fucked up. But fun story about that, I, I gotta give a shout out to my cousin Kelly. Um, she's the one that let me borrow that album because uh, when I was a kid, uh, there there was a series of apartment complexes, and uh, the one I lived in it was the same it was the same apartment and, and the layout of the of the, of the apartment building. We both lived in the same apartment, the the same like same spot in the complex, except it was one apartment complex next to each other. So I'd always walk over there to my uncle's house, and that's where she lived. She lived with her dad. And uh, one day, now if you have Hellbilly Deluxe or Google it so you can get a better visual on the story, she didn't have it in the case. It was just a loose disc. And if you Google it or if you own it, open up the case and look at the disc. It's a it's a black disc with a bunch of white zombie drawings. And it was all, all that shit drawn by Rob Zombie. And I remember seeing the disc on her dresser. And I remember this vividly. And I remember being immediately drawn to it. Because, like, I'm thinking of my head, like, oh, fuck, these are a lot. Of, I mean, I'm fucking. Young, you know, I'm under 10 years old, probably. Well, no, had at least been 10 years old. No, 8 or 9, well, somewhere in there. Under 10, 8 to 10 years old. And I remember seeing it, and I was just immediately drawn to it. And I looked at it, and I, like I said, I thought, oh, fuck, this is, a, this is some scary, this must be some heavy shit, like some brutal shit, because who would have a bunch of zombies and, and a bunch of, you know, undead looking things on a fucking CD and not be awesome? So I asked her, I'm like, hey, can I borrow this? Can I just go home and listen to this? She's like, yeah, sure, whatever, do what you want. So I immediately ran home and grabbed my mom's Walkman and and threw on some headphones and threw the CD in there. And then Super Beast kicked in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like my life changed. And then it was after that, once I finally learned how to put a name to the music, put a face to the music, if you will. Then I started, like, discovering, you know, the Metallica songs I like were Metallica. Discovering the Pantera songs I like were Pantera. Discovering the fucking, the Ozzy songs I I grew up with were Ozzy and so on and so forth. And that kind of blossomed into, into what I listen to now, which is, which is, I listen to everything now. But, I mean, like I said last week, I finally hit over a thousand in my physical media collection. Which is, which is nuts in and of itself. But it's just like, I couldn't imagine a time. Before that, that I didn't have music in my life, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, it's kind of a little fun fact on how I got into metal and kind of transitioning from the uh, the tragic passing of Mr. Sid hagg So rest in peace, Captain Spaulding. You're one of my heroes. You always have been. Um, and the fun fun thing about speaking of House of a Thousand Corpses I've only gotten to see Rob Zombie once. And it was at Mayhem Fest 2013. And he had a really crazy setup on the stage there was a bunch of props. There was a bunch of you know those like um, stone head things that he that he uses a lot. It's kind of like his his signature thing or whatever. Those stone giant stone monster dude. It's like it's like Rob Zombie's Eddie, pretty much. And uh, that was on stage, and he had a bunch of other cool stage things going on, and and um, he had three screens. So if you're looking at the stage, he had a screen to the left, a screen to the right, and he had a giant screen behind him, and he actually played the song house of a thousand corpses and on the screens while he was playing the song house of a thousand corpses the intro to the movie was playing on the screens which i thought was fucking amazing it was i was like you know here it is 2013 when i i couldn't even tell you what year it was that i that i i don't remember now 2000 maybe 2001 when i could finally because i never owned any that was the first cd I ever owned too I went and asked my mom if she could go out and buy it for me, and she did, and I ended up doing a book report on them in fifth grade, around Rob Zombie, and I thought, you should have seen the look on the teacher's faces and all my all my uh, classmates and everything when I played Super Beast, because I told my mom, I told my mom I was going to play a different song, and then when I got to school, I didn't play that song I told her I was going to play, and I played my favorite one, which is Super Beast, and uh, the, the look on my classmates' faces were fucking priceless. Mm. Oh, man. Um... But yeah, so it, it's crazy that it took almost 20 years—well, not so much 20 years, probably closer to 15 years—before I could find, before I finally had an opportunity to see Rob Zombie, and uh, that was that was crazy because here I am watching one of my favorite artists of all time, with the, you know, the man that single-handedly opened up the fucking doors to the metal world, the gateway to the metal world. If you were for me, I know everybody has a start, and I, I mean, majority of metalheads if you ask them how they got to find the fandom for the genre, it's the majority of the answer is going to be based on their parents' influence. And then they kind of, they kind of, uh, forges their own path afterwards, which is kind of the case with me as well. But like, I kind of discovered Rob Zombie on my own time. And, uh, then, you know, later on I discovered White Zombie, even though that was before Rob Zombie. Um, I I own other albums. I don't own other Rob Zombies yet. I'm missing like two. But another fun fact, I didn't start collecting vinyl until about three years ago. And I bought the Rob Zombies album. It's the one with a really long name. It's the album that has that We're All Fucking in the UFO song on it. Oh, fuck. It's a stupid long... Not stupid long. I mean, it's not stupid, but it's a really obnoxiously long name. And I was working at a retail store at the time, and they had the CD for sale, and it had a little sticker on it, it was like that, it was that Rob Zombie album, and then it was uh, Megadeth's Dystopia, which I didn't end up buying, but it said if you bought the CD, you'd get a free vinyl copy mailed to you, and I'm like, what? So yeah, of so course, I bought the album while I was at work, while I got off work and bought it, and then I brought it home, and I went on the website, they told me to go on, or whatever, and checked it out, and put in my information, my address, and everything, confirmation code from the, from the CD, and I'm sure am sure a week later, week two weeks later, I got the album in the mail, and that was the first vinyl album I ever owned, which is kind of awesome to think about, is because Hellbilly Deluxe was my first CD I ever owned, the very first CD. I have over a thousand now, but number one, the very first CD I ever owned that my mom bought me when I was in fifth grade was Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe, and the very first vinyl record I ever owned was also... A Rob Zombie album, which is kind of cool. And then I ended up finding a There's I put it up on Instagram. You'll see it. Just check out the Instagram page. Uh, there's a There's a store in the, in the mall in town, and they were selling vintage wall flags. And I found a fucking white zombie one, straight from like '93, uh, for like ten bucks. So I bought it. and Now it's hanging above the monitor in the studio, and I'm looking at it right now, which is kind of cool. And uh, but yeah, that's kind of like my intro into into the world of metal, which is crazy. In reflection now, and think back on it, how how far I've come when it comes to like what genres I enjoy. Because you could look at my collection, and I like I said, I got everything from black metal, death metal, uh, metalcore, deathcore, hardcore, uh, everything, everything you could think of, even like just basic hard rock. I got some rock. I mean, I got fucking Rush, The Doors. I got, I got everything in there. And um, I got some fucking old, old, uh, some Rainbow. I got Dio, of course. I got, uh, there's a lot of shit that you wouldn't, I mean, you go from that to like heavier shit, like Cannibal Corpse. I got almost all their albums. I got a whole bunch of fucking black metal, whole bunch of death metal. I got, I mean, I haven't even started posting up everything on Instagram yet, which I'm going to be doing very, very soon. I just got to find, I had, I I was going to do it a long time ago on my personal instagram and i had this little like mini easel it was like a three inch tall easel that i was gonna do it but i couldn't figure out a good way to take a picture of the cds to make it so i can get like the front cover with the disc art the back cover and everything i try to like do like a photo collage and everything and try to line it up to make it look pretty and i just didn't like the way it looked but i'm gonna try it again except i don't know where i put that fucking easel And it was like this little thing. If anything, I can go back to fucking Hobby Lobby or something and go buy another one for 60 cents or however much I paid for it. It was very cheap. Very, very cheap. So I really want to start doing that because it's a huge milestone to hit 1K items in my collection. And um, it's going to keep growing. That's for sure. But, yeah. And uh, back to what I was saying about Rob Zombie. It kind of led from there to... I discovered, I mean, I discovered I was able to put names to Slipknot, to Corn, to New Metal. I'm a New Metal kid at heart. No matter what you say, I'm always going to love Linkin Park. I'm always going to love Limp Bizkit. I'm always going to love Corn. I'm always going to love Slipknot. I'm always going to love, um, Seven Dust, uh, shit, uh, System of a Down, Edema, Spine Shank, uh, Trust Company, fucking, there's so many underground New Metal bands that don't get enough credit where credit is due, um. But I—I I mean, that was kind of like my first realm of metal that I kind of stuck in for quite some time, and uh, I knew I knew about Slipknot, I knew about Corn, I knew about uh, Deftones. There's another one. Holy shit! How did I forget about them? Um, but all those bands, I knew I liked the music as I heard it, and a lot of the influences were my cousin Kelly because she liked all that stuff, and she's like four or five years older than I am, so here's ten, eight, nine, ten-year-old me hanging out with you know 15 year fifteen-year-old. Kelly, who's my cousin, and she, 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 so I heard a lot of the, a lot of those bands through her, especially Korn and Slipknot, except at the time, like I said, I couldn't put a name to the music, I just knew I really fucking liked it, and after I discovered Rob Zombie, then I just started to discover, oh, that song's Slipknot, or oh, that song's Korn, or holy shit, that's Limp Bizkit, da, 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 and it kind of blossomed from there, and then after that, I just started to discover like old death metal, like a lot of the stuff in the late 80s, like old school death metal, I kind of transitioned from, from new metal to death metal, and then I got into black metal, and then metalcore became popular, and I got into all those bands, like As I Die and Chimera, the new wave of American heavy metal, I should say. And then it kind of... The lines are kind of blurred between what is the new wave of American heavy metal and what is mid to early 2000s metalcore. So, I mean, you know, but like Lamb of God, Hatebreed, Shadows Fall, Chimera, August Burn, or not? I guess August Burns is Red, uh, All That Remains, oh, fuck, I feel like I'm missing a few, oh, boy, I say, oh, Unearth, there's another one, Killswitch, um, all those bands I, I really, really started to get into, and then that transition to fucking, to, to Deathcore, especially, I like, got, fucking, I'm a Myspace Deathcore kid, too, you know, I, I kind of, I lived in the heyday of MySpace, so like bands like Oceano and and uh, Whitechapel, Suicide Silence, um, After the Burial, The Elamaya, um Spies Icon, shit, there's so many Deathcore bands from back in the day that a lot of them aren't around anymore, but those are the few that are still around and still making music. And I really got I got so deep into Deathcore, it was crazy. That's pretty much all I listened to. And then I went through that weird phase in high school where all I listened to do is black metal. And, uh, but the cool thing about it is being that I lived in Northern Illinois, born of Osiris, Vela Maya, and Oceano were all from the Chicago region. And there was this little venue in town called the Rock Box. And I got to see all three of those bands when they were just starting out in a 200 cap room in front of, you know, in front of 200 people. I mean, sometimes even less. And I've seen count. I mean, I saw Suicide Silence in that venue right before the Cleansing dropped, or it might have been right after. They they uh that was packed and uh that was a hell of a lot of fun. I got to meet Mitch, and then they ended up coming back. That was probably in 2007, and then they ended up coming back and playing with Mudvayne in the in the at the Metro Center downtown, and uh, it's not called that it anymore. It's called the BMO Harris Bank Center, but whatever. I still call it the Metro Center. You ever have you ever have that shit in your town where like. It's been one thing, like one name. and You've always known it as that name for as long as you can remember. And then some big fucking corporation comes and buys it out and renames it to whatever corporation it is, but you still call it that original name. That's the way the Metro Center is. And uh, they ended up coming back and playing with Mudvayne in 2009. And that was the only time I saw Mudvayne. And that's another one to add to the list of the bands that has this young teen I listen to. But they came back in 2009 with Mudvayne. I was able to meet the whole band again I got a picture with Mitch, which I'm uh, really grateful before. That dude was the nicest, kindest dude I have ever met. One of the, I mean, I had, I was heartbroken when he passed away in that motorcycle accident and that was, that, that was, yeah, that, that, that hit home for me pretty hard. Just cause I met him, I got to actually talk to him for like 20 minutes and get to know him a little bit. He was very humble, very fucking, he was just so down to earth and I'm very thankful that for the fact that I at least got to meet him once or twice technically. And then I mentioned the fact how I saw them at the Rockbox like two years ago and they remembered the show. They remember playing it. It was for the, it was for the cleansing uh, tour. And so that was really cool. And I got to see a lot of bands in that venue. Like Amur played that multiple times. Uh, Walls of Jericho played that a few times. Bury Your Dead played that multiple times. So that's another reason how I got so deep into metal because I had all these bands that are pretty well known now that played this little 200 cab room downtown. And I got to be influenced by that pretty heavily. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. I, I missed those days so much. Mostly because it was simpler times and I didn't have to pay any fucking bills. But that's beside the point. Um, but enough of me rambling. Let's, uh, let's get into these bands. We got eight tracks to play, two tracks from each band. We got Aurora Borealis, uh, Structure Violence, Cabodano, and uh, Chaos Synopsis coming up here soon so first band i think we're gonna get into is aurora borealis and these guys have been around since 1996 i mean i should say their first album came out in 1996 and we're gonna play a couple tracks from these guys off the album apocalipsis Apocalypsis. hope i'm not hope i'm saying that right uh we're gonna play a couple of tracks off that album which i'm super super pumped about uh they're currently in the studio right now writing their 10th album, which is crazy. I, I definitely congratulated them for that. That's a huge accomplishment. I mean, 10 albums. That's killer. Killer, killer, killer. Uh, like I said, these guys are out of Maryland. Um, if you want to check it out, they do have a video, a music video up uh, for Sarkegos from the album Apocalypses, which we're going to hear in a couple minutes. That is on YouTube right now, so if you want to go check that out, just Google, or Google, YouTube search Aurora Borealis Sarkikos. That's S-A-R. A-I-K-O-S. And it'll pop right up. Uh, but like I said, they're in the studio right now, writing new material. Uh, check them out on Instagram at Aurora Borealis Official or go to www.auroraborealis.org where they got uh, some merch up for sale. And they got a few albums, uh, their past albums that, they're, that they got up for sale. Uh, I know I'm probably going to buy in a couple myself. I'm going to hit them up and see, uh, see on prices. They have prices on there. I don't remember what they are, so don't call me on that. Just check out uh for all the details on that but these guys are like a they're like a death black thrash hybrid sound it, it's it's crazy so the first track i think we're gonna play we're gonna play sarkegos so that way you can go check out the music video for it after you listen to this song this song is great uh so check it out here it is this is sarkegos by aurora borealis
0: Vision. you're the my mm-hmm. spells. Yeah. From the to sky, blood seven days of darkness seven days of darkness seven of darkness seven darkness of darkness seven of so. So. must So. 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 the
1: that song is so brutal oh my god i've, I've listened to that fucking a handful of times because they uh they got a hold of Roy boy alice i should say got a hold of me uh last week right before i released episode four and i told him i'd put him on first thing episode five so i've been i've had the opportunity to listen to that song for a week and it's been on repeat i, I drive half an hour to work every day and uh I I had to download it to my phone, and uh, I've listened to that countless times. So that was Sarkeikos by the band Aurora Borealis, and um, man, that was fucking nuts. (laughs) We got another song from these guys. Both of these songs are off the album Apocalypse, and the song you just heard, Sarkikos. there's a music video out for that song. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, Just search up Aurora Borealis, and it'll pop right up. But this next song we have is called Even Angel's Sin. And this song is, they're both off the same album, um, Apocalypse. And uh, let's just get right into, it, right into it. This is Even Angel's Sin by Aurora Borealis. Even
0: Angel's Sin Why no There is no Let no way Every day, God Has side side Jealousy side 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 I'm not alone The time before this When humankind did not exist When did not The cells Why won't they give the They angels Just the angels, yes, angels safe all must be angels. What us to banish them? Let's Legions following The time is under requisition. the nation. Be dangerous. Cultured, precise. Cast down. What not to learn? Just first.
1: fucking intense i love that song i love that song that was even angels sent by aurora borealis both that song and the first song you heard sarkikos is off the album um apocalypsis apocalypsis i feel like i'm saying that right i hope i'm saying that right uh, but there's also a music video i mentioned this earlier but there's a music video for sarkikos up on youtube right now so just search up aurora borealis on youtube and pull that music video up and you're all set Uh, Right now, Aurora Borealis is in the studio recording their 10th studio album. That is a crazy accomplishment. So congratulations go out to Aurora Borealis for hitting that feat. They've been a band since 1996. That was five. That's crazy. So congratulations to those guys. Make sure you like them on Facebook at Aurora Borealis Official. Check them out on Instagram at Aurora Borealis Official or go to www.auroraborealis.org for any and all updates on that 10th studio album. Right now on the website, they do have some merch up and some physical CDs up for sale. I think their last five albums, if I remember right, I'm looking, is up for sale right now, uh, physical CDs. So definitely check out their website, buy some merch. I know I'm looking to get a t-shirt because these guys are fucking amazing. So... Thanks again to Aurora Borealis for letting me play some songs on this podcast. I couldn't do it without bands like you. Honestly, I I can't thank you enough. Uh, So with that being said, let's get right into the next band. This band is called Structure Violence. And this is the first band we have today out of Brazil. And they are out of... God, I hope I don't butcher this either. They're out of Fortaleza, Brazil. Uh, They are a thrash metal band. And right now they have a four-track Self-titled EP, available on Spotify, uh, Deezer, uh, uh, Amazon Music, and I believe they have a Bandcamp page. So definitely go up Spotify, go up Bandcamp, and add it to your add it to your library. And right now, Structure Violence is in the studio, preparing to release a single early next year. So give them a follow on Instagram at Structure Violence. Give them a like on Facebook at Structure Violence. And all these bands, I made a post on the Straight to the Core Facebook page. So just go find that post. I tagged all four bands that are going to be on the episode today. Click on all of them. Give them a like. Show them some love. Tell them Straight to the Core sent you because these guys are some amazing artists, some amazing bands, and they make amazing music. So definitely show all these guys some major support. Uh, Right now we're going to get into... The first track off of Structure Violence's self-titled EP called Ever Alone. So let's get right into it. This is Ever Alone by Structure Violence. These guys contacted me and they said they were from Brazil and they were a thrash band. I immediately got excited because the almighty Sepultura is from Brazil and they started out kind of as like a thrash band. Thrash death metal band and they kind of, you know, the Max Cavalera days are always my favorite. Um, I don't even know the new vocalist's name to be honest. Cause like Arise and KSID are probably two of my favorite albums of all times by Sepultura. And then Structure Violence hit me up. Like I said, they said they were a thrash band from Brazil, and I was all about it. I was super excited to have them on the show, on the podcast, and I can't thank them enough That is ever... That song you just heard was called Ever Alone off of their self-titled EP that came out earlier this year. Uh, I just looked on their YouTube. They have a YouTube page. You just search up Structure Violence, and they just uploaded, as of this recording, five days ago, they just uploaded... Uh, guitar playthrough for that song ever alone. So just search up uh, Structure violence on YouTube or go on their Facebook page uh, Structure violence and they have a link for it in the posts It's it's a few posts down, but just just go on their Facebook page and click on that link I'm gonna watch that later on because I love that song and I'm, I'm gonna check that out They do have a couple other things on their YouTube. They have a drum cam video of that song ever alone that you just heard So You want to check that out as well? Um, but this next song we have from Structure Violence is also off their four-track self-titled EP. It is titled "Shepherd's Head." This track is fucking amazing. Let's uh let's get right into it. This is "Shepherd's Head" by Structure Violence. Man, there's nothing like a fresh cup of thrash metal in the morning. That song was Shepherd's Head by the band Structure Violence. Both that track and the track you heard earlier, "Ever Alone," can both be found on their four-track EP, self-titled EP, available everywhere: Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Check out their Facebook at Structure Violence. Check out their Instagram, also at Structure Violence. Search them up. They do have a YouTube page if you want to see that uh, guitar playthrough for "Ever Alone." Give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment and tell them Straight to the Core sent you. And uh, show them some love. Give them a like on Facebook. Like I mentioned earlier, go find that post on the Straight to the Core Facebook page. Make sure you give Aurora Borealis a like. Make sure you give Structure Violence a like. Uh, so thank you so much to Structure Violence. Um, cheers from Illinois, U.S. of A, all the way to Fortaleza, Brazil. I really hope I'm not butchering that. I'm really weird because there's so many. I mean, there isn't one in, in, in Fortaleza, but... The pronunciation i hope i'm I just hope i'm getting it right um but shout out to you guys thanks again so much for for uh let me play some tracks on the podcast uh like i said same thing goes to royal royales so i really really couldn't do this without bands like you so thank you so much um with that being said let's get into the next band we got two more bands to get through it's gonna be a great night uh this next band they are called cabodano and they are out of here's another tough one, Siguerio. Uh, Siguirio, Galicia, Spain. And I learned something really interesting with these guys. I was conversating with them on via Instagram, and I learned something real cool that uh, the the language that they that they vocalize in their songs is of the Galician dialect, and I guess that is a a language. It's a language in Spain. And I didn't know that, that there was different, There was I just figured he, they spoke Spanish, I just thought it was Spanish, and they told me that, that it was uh, the Galician language in their songs, and I thought it was really neat, I never heard of this language, so I looked it up, and it's it's a very beautiful language, so uh, in case you're wondering what kind of language you're speaking, it's the Galician language, um, and it's from the Galicia region of Spain, and to kind of put it into perspective, it's Galicia is really similar to like an American state. So I I, I learned something new. I I honestly had no idea that was uh, a part of the world that 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 language even existed. So that's that's really neat when they when they told me that via Instagram and, and Messenger. And I had to make sure I asked him because I wanted to make sure I was getting the facts right. I didn't want to uh, speak about the wrong thing. So yeah, that's that's really neat. Uh, so this band is called Cabodano, and they they are a metalcore band, which is really cool because, like I said last week, I've, I've always had a soft spot for metalcore. I've always loved metalcore. And in 2018, they released – and i got to pull it up here. Let me bring it up again. They released um, – make sure I pronounce it right. Uh, in 2018, they debuted their first album, O Espertar, which is translated to The Awakening. And uh, we're gonna play a couple tracks off that. One track is called Oh Boy, Carnicerios, and Destino Establecido. All right, so we're gonna play those two tracks here in a little bit. Um, I'm still blown away by the whole Galician thing. That's that's so cool. Because uh, I listened to the tracks and I didn't really know. I thought I just thought it was Spanish, like I said, and then they explained all that to me. But without further ado, let's get into this first track. This track is called Carnicerios by the band Cabo Dano. Let's do it. And there you have it. That was the track. Uh, let me see if I can pronounce this right again. <laughs> that was Carnicerios by the band Cabodano off their debut album, O Espertar. Uh, you can find that track as well as the entire album on their Bandcamp page. So just go to Cabodano.bandcamp.com. That is C A B is bandcamp.com. They have the entire album up for sale for one euro. And if you buy it, Make sure you tell them straight to the core sent you. Um, But that track was great. I love that track. I thought just metalcore at its finest. I I couldn't ask for anything more. And it's just crazy that they scream in Galician. Like I just assumed, you know, you would, I mean, for me, it's weird because like social studies and geography and stuff like that was always my strong point in school. And even I'm blown away by that. I didn't even know that. I just assumed that the entire country of Spain just spoke Spanish. I didn't know that there was different dialects uh in the, in the country which is which is awesome that's, i'm still fascinated by that i'm gonna definitely do some more research and uh and uh get some more information on that because personally i mean I'm, I'm just fascinated by it it's that's crazy so uh this next song we're gonna hear is also off their debut album O. espertar this song is titled destino Establecido. and uh let's get right into it this is uh destino Establecido by the band cabodano my favorite thing about that entire track is how melodic that whole that whole song is that whole tail section with the guitar and it's it's all it's, the melody is there and everything about it is just that's it's great i i i love this band these guys are amazing and they're from spain which which blows my mind that uh they reached out to me on instagram and uh asked to have a couple tracks played and i was more than happy to and uh, so thanks to Cabo Dano for even letting me do that in the first place. Like Without you guys and the, and the other three bands on this episode, I, I could not do this. I, I do this for you guys. I do it for the independent artists. I do it for the for the artists that just want to, to get their music out there in another platform, another outlet. And uh, that's what the podcast is all about. And so thank you again to Cabo Dono for for everything. Um, that track you just heard is called... Destino Estabasito, and that track along with the first track you heard, Carnesarios, is available right now on Bandcamp.com off their debut album, O.S. Pretar. You can check them out at cabodano.bandcamp.com. That is C-A-B-O-D-A-N-O.bandcamp.com. Make sure you check them out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cabodano metalcore, and uh, check them out on SoundCloud. Uh, soundcloud.com forward slash capodano metalcore uh, make sure if you give them a like on facebook tell them it's straight to the core I sent you show these guys some love these guys are very very awesome dudes uh, i'm still blown away by the whole galician thing that's awesome i'd love to learn that language it sounds like a really amazing language uh, but shout out to those guys thank you again so much make sure you check them out uh, last but not least we have one more band one more band we're almost on an hour and we still got one more band, which I am not complaining, because this has probably been the most fun I've ever had putting an episode together. got to listen to all this music. You guys get to enjoy eight songs on this episode, which is which is awesome. But uh, last but certainly not least, we have the band Chaos Synopsis, also from Brazil, and I do have their biography pulled up. They sent me a press kit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this off to you guys. Give a, give you guys a little history on who these who these guys are. So, Chaos Synopsis is a Brazilian death thrash band. That's probably the easiest way I can describe them they have. It's, it's, they're crazy. But they are f- from Brazil. They were formed by uh, Jairo Vaz, who's uh, the bassist slash vocalist. Frigo Mad Beats, who's on the drums. Uh, Diego Santos and Loz Ferrari, who are both are on guitar. Uh, the band was initially formed in 2005 and released a demo titled Garden of Forgotten Shadows. And in 2008, they debuted their first album titled Cult of Dementia. Uh, They played all over Brazil and Paraguay and did a small tour in Poland in 2010. Uh, In 2013, they released their second album titled The Art Art of Killing. It's a concept album about serial killers, which is fucking sweet. Uh, this album is also available on Spotify I checked it out because I read that about serial killers and I'm fascinated by serial killers So I definitely listen to that and all these albums I'm about to mention are all available on Spotify if you want to check them out including the two songs we're gonna play uh, But with the release of the art or art of killing they uh, Played a lot of Brazil and did a second European tour called uh, European killing season. They played through seven countries in um, 16 gigs uh, in 2015 they celebrate their 10 year anniversary and released their third album titled seasons of red, which is also a concept album, uh, about conquerors war, and the suffering felt by the conquered. Uh, they did a third European tour with, in support of this album, uh, the very next year in 2016, they released a split titled intoxicants. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, together with the Polish band terror dome and, um, In 2017, they released their current album titled Gods of Chaos. And with this album, it's another concept album, and it brings the histories of chaos-related gods from across the globe. And they toured all over Brazil and Europe uh, in support of this album, doing 58 shows. Um, All these albums, they did four European tours, toured all over Brazil, and uh, they do have a new uh, album coming up called an unforgotten shadows as well. Uh, the four albums I just mentioned, cult of dementia, art of killing seasons of red and gods of chaos. Uh, is all available right now to stream on Spotify. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Um, make sure you add them to your favorites and everything else. And, um, yeah, so they sent me their full album. God's of chaos via Bandcamp. They sent me, uh, they sent me a copy of it and they really didn't tell me uh, what two songs I wanna play, so I'm gonna play my two my personal opinion, my two favorite songs on the album, Oppressor of Gods and Sixteen Scourges. The whole album's great by the way. All their albums are great. I, I definitely skimmed through um, all four of their albums, and all four albums are fantastic, but in my opinion, uh, Opposer of Gods and Sixteen Scourges are my personal favorites, like I said, off this off this album, Gods of Chaos. So, without further ado, let's get into this first track by the band Chaos Synopsis. This is a poser of gods off the album Gods of Chaos. Let's check it out. my favorite thing about that entire song is that it just never slows down the whole track is just in your face and it's very very angry and i love i mean i don't mean that in a bad way i love when there's emotion behind a song especially in the vocals um and it, it's just the whole track is just non-stop I mean, they describe themselves as death thrash on their facebook page and i completely agree because that's so good um, the brazilians and metal are just are just go hand in hand because i know uh from watching there's a documentary out there called metal or it might be global metal but there's a whole that sam dunn guy that did that documentary called metal a headbangers journey well i don't remember if it's in that one or if he did a different one but he did a section on brazil and he showed how passionate brazilians are about metal and it, it, you can tell based on that song that they they love making it too And, uh, that's, that was, uh, that was a song Opposer of Gods by the band Chaos Synopsis off their album, Gods of Chaos. And, uh, the second track we're going to play is called 16 Scourges. And this song, like I said earlier, the whole album, Gods of Chaos, is, is intense. Their whole discography is intense. The entire thing is available on Bandcamp right now. Go to, um go to uh chaos to check out all four of the albums i mentioned earlier or if you have spotify they are all available to stream right now um but this next song is called 16 scourges like i mentioned and uh this song is is nuts it's it's nuts i love it i love the whole album so without before i get to rambling and ranting and raving about how awesome this album is and how great Chaos Synopsis is as a band. Let's get right into it. This track is called 16 Scourges. Let's check it out. <laughs> song is so good oh that first like 35 45 seconds in there it just makes you want to start a circle pit like no joke i just want to fucking break things and like i'm in the studio right now and this room isn't very big but like i would destroy this motherfucker ready to care about it <laughs> like that's so good that was a track uh 16 scourges by the band chaos synopsis off their album gods of chaos please go check these guys out. They got four albums available right now on bandcamp.com. Go to chaos to check it out. Or if you got Spotify, they got all four albums available for streaming right now. Go check them out on Spotify, add them to your playlist, add them to your liked artists, check them out on bandcamp. Uh, if you're feeling, if you're feeling generous, they have all four albums available right now for sale. Um, just make sure you tell them straight, straight to the core, at you. Uh, but what an episode. Holy crap. Four bands, eight songs. I, I couldn't ask for a better time. Uh, big shout out to Aurora Borealis out of Maryland. Uh, make sure you check out their website at auroraborealis.org for some merch and some CDs. Uh, they do have their 10th studio album coming out very, very soon. Uh, so thank you to those guys out of Maryland. Thank you so much to Structure Violence out of Fortaleza, Brazil uh, for being on the podcast. They... Uh, they got their four-track EP available right now on uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, Deezer, and available on Bandcamp. Um, so check them out. Give them a like on Facebook. Just search uh, Structure Violence Instagram. Same thing. Um, big thank you to those guys. Uh, cheers from Illinois all the way to Brazil. Um, I wish you guys nothing but the best. I hope you have a great future album release. And uh, just to, just thank you so much. Um, shout out again to Cabodano as well. Out of uh, Galicia, Spain. Um, I'm still blown away by the whole language thing. Um, So check them out on Bandcamp as well. They are also on Facebook, SoundCloud, and Instagram. So give them a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Metalcore. Always check out their Bandcamp at cabodano.bandcamp.com. That is again C-A-B-O-D-A-N-O dot bandcamp.com or soundcloud at soundcloud.com forward slash cabodano metalcore so go check out that album on bandcamp you will not regret it the whole album is great they are amazing spanish metalcore um so cheers from illinois to you guys as well thank you for being on the podcast thank you for reaching out and last but certainly not least we had the band chaos synopsis out of Sao José dos Campos, Brazil. Um, Big thanks to these guys for reaching out as well. Uh, They do have some future albums in the works. Uh, Make sure you follow them on Instagram at chaos synopsis. Uh, Give them a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash chaos synopsis. Check them out on Bandcamp at chaos synopsis.bandcamp.com. And they do have their all four albums like I mentioned. Available for streaming right now on Spotify. Uh, all four of these bands are also tagged on the Straight to the Core post I made earlier on Thursday. Uh, go find that post, scroll on down and find it. Click on every link for all four of these bands and send them some love. Give them a like. Um, let them know what you think on their music. I personally love each and every one of these bands. They are amazing artists, amazing bands, and are just uh, really humble people, really great people. Uh, thank you all for reaching out to me and allowing me to play your music on this podcast. Cause like I said earlier, uh, without you guys, without you four bands and all, every other band that's been on this podcast so far, uh, I could not do this without you guys. Um, so I cannot thank you enough for that. Uh, so there you go. That was eight tracks of absolute fucking madness courtesy of those four bands I just mentioned. And, uh, wow. What an episode. Um, had a lot of fun putting this together, a lot of fun listening to all this music. And um, make sure you follow Straight to the Core on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash straight pod, or no, straight to the core pod. Uh, give us a like, or not, give us a like on there, and then give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at straightcorepod. pod. And as always, you can listen to the episodes at anchor.fm forward slash straight pod. And with that link, you can also. Find direct links to all major podcast outlets, including Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Breaker Audio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio. Uh 12, there's 12 different outlets you can find this podcast on. So uh if you have a favorite, make sure that whatever you use, you subscribe or follow the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming apps. So that way you will get instant instantly notified of all future episodes uh as of right now every episode will be coming out on friday and or saturday more than likely on a friday uh so stay tuned for that i do plan on maybe doing some extra stuff maybe later on down the road but for right now it'll be just basic episodic stuff and um just thank you for everything um for so much support so much everything from everybody i say this every week but damn it i mean it i mean it so much uh, I do this for fun. I do this because I love it. I, um, I couldn't ask for a better hobby uh, than to be producing this podcast and putting this out to the masses so that way you, the listener, can enjoy it. And I enjoy making it every week, and I couldn't ask for a better support system around me uh, to help me through all this. Um, and so with that being said, uh, I think we're going to end here. It's been a long episode. We're almost at an hour and 20 minutes. This is probably the longest episode we've had so far, but we got four bands on it this week. And I am not complaining that I love, I love I can't say it enough how much I love those four bands. Um, so with that being said, I think I'll end it here. Uh, thank you again to everybody. Um, stay tuned next week for episode six. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. Uh, I do have a few bands lined up, so that's that's uh be, be prepared for that i'm not going to name any names yet you have to stay tuned to the facebook and twitter and instagram pages um to get more updates on who's going to be on episode six uh, as for interviews like uh one-on-one interviews uh with somebody one-on-one or maybe the whole band i'm not sure when the next one's going to be just yet uh, the last one was with the final burial in episode three so if you haven't heard that yet please go back and check it out those guys are really awesome I had a really fun time with that episode um but yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna be doing it again. Uh, hopefully soon. I just gotta get some stuff set up because uh, I mentioned this in previous episodes. But really, I have three days off a week, and I gotta try to fit it in. Uh, to one of those days. And um, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll I'll see what's going on. Um, but be sure to check out everything on the social media. Um. Big thanks to Joshua Rhodes and Rhodes Entertainment. Uh, probably uh, one of my main supporters of this podcast. I'm really happy to be a proud of the Rhodes Entertainment family. Uh, check him out at RhodesEntertainment.net. Um, everything he's got to offer. Uh, if you're in a band and you're listening to this, and you've been um, somebody, one of your friends, one of your bandmates, or somebody uh, introduced you to this podcast. If you're in a band, and you want to be on the episode. Uh, send me an email at straight2core at gmail.com. Get a hold of me on Instagram yeah. at Instagram, uh, com forward slash straightcorepod. Um, or send me a DM on Facebook or Twitter. It doesn't matter. Get a hold of me somehow. Uh, if you know me personally, get a hold of me on my personal Facebook. Um, either way, get a hold of me. I'd, I'd be more than happy to, to play your songs on this podcast. If every single band that has sent me music, I haven't listened to it. I'm not one of those guys who's just going to say, oh, yeah, I'll listen to it and then just set it to the side and never think about it again. If you send me music, I can guarantee you that I would take the time to sit down and listen to it. I got 12 hours a day at work to kill three days a week. Uh, so the majority of that time I'm spending listening to music or listening to my favorite podcasts. And um, so if you send me music, I'll be sure to check it out. And if you want to be in the podcast, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, fit you in an episode this week was packed but i promised all these bands that'd be on this week episode and uh i'm not complaining i am not complaining one bit uh so yeah I'm, I'm man i have so much fun with this i really do i really really do My music collection's growing i got more people listening to the podcast i got bands from around the world that are wanting some uh some airtime on the episodes and i couldn't be more humble I really couldn't. Another thing that reminds me. Stay tuned to the Instagram because I'm going to go out tomorrow if I can't find that fucking easel. I'm going to go out tomorrow and buy a new one. And um, Well, today technically. because it's going to air on Friday, but I'm recording it on Thursday. <laughs> but I'm going to find a fucking easel and I'm going to start doing that with the albums Because I know a lot of people are really interested in what I own. And I'm going to have a lot of fun doing that as well. So stay tuned to that. If you do not follow the podcast on Instagram, please do. You got a thousand albums to check out uh, from yours truly. Um, So with that being said, I'm going to end here before I continue on uh, losing focus. (laughs) It's been a great day though. Uh, Thanks again to everybody. My name is Matt Massacre. This has been an awesome episode five, straight to the core. Share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody, you know where to find us. Uh, Thanks again, everybody. Have a good night.